Hello there, I'm Brandon Juliet, the host of the Update Podcast. And if you're listening to this, you should be familiar with what I'm about to say by now, but if you're new, allow me to explain. Uh, by if you're hearing this, you should be a bit familiar with the Update's annual routine. Every once in a while, we go on a little bit of a hiatus during the summer, and I personally start growing facial hair. But, of course, I'm, hope- I'm not going to have this for very long, you know, because my wife... <laughs> and I'm looking forward to starting new episodes of The Update very soon. In the meantime, however, I, we have some very special gifts for all of you. We've been doing this show long enough to, you know, get to know each other pretty well. But not a lot of people have probably heard our first episodes from way back in 2017. Well, we're gonna be, we've been rectifying that by going into our archives and playing every single episode of the update from year number one. And if you missed them, don't worry, we're gonna be recycling them again very soon. Year number four of the update was a year that really does not need any explanation. But if, in case you've had your head under a rock and were unaware of what's been going on, Year number four was a year that was dominated by COVID and the pandemic. Literally, we went from being in the WKRB studios to being on the road within the snap of your fingers and watching everything shut down around us. It was very scary at the start, but we persevered and we continued to find a way to move forward. You see, journalists, they don't fade away. They just keep coming back for more. So, enjoy enjoy year number four of the update. Excuse me. And uh, we'll be back with new episodes very soon. So, in the words of Roger Grimsby and Bill Butel, hoping that your news will be good news, I thank you very much for joining me. Good luck. Be safe. Please be well. And I'll see you with new episodes of the update soon enough down the road. You're listening to The Update with Brandon and Julian on New York's only EDM station. This is 90.3 WKRB, Kingsborough Community College, Brooklyn, New York. Good morning. On The Update this Tuesday, the latest coronavirus news leads off. And now it's about controlling the panic. Governor Cuomo said that the state's confirmed coronavirus cases are up by about 25 from yesterday's official count of 142. But he didn't give an exact figure of the new patients. The elderly and people with other health problems need to avoid air travel and large gatherings, but the general population shouldn't be worried. Well, that really is details. The lawyers for Harvey Weinstein are looking for some leniency. They say he only deserves five years in prison for his conviction after already suffering a historic fall from grace and serious health issues. It was a scene taken out from the Wild West. An abduction, police say, and a subsequent standoff has left two people dead and one person injured. Is there room for concern about Mets outfielder Michael Conforto? He was scheduled to be examined by a doctor here in New York after tweaking his side while making a catch in a recent spring training game. Is it make or break for Bernie Sanders on this Super Tuesday Part 2? 
Michigan boosted his 2016 presidential bid. Well, four years later, the state could either revive his campaign or relegate him to the role of protest candidate. And a mistake in Italy briefly turned water into wine, just like Jesus did. This is the update on Super Tuesday Part 2, Tuesday, March the 10th, 2020. From WKRB's World Headquarters in New York, this is the update with Brandon Julian. And good morning, everyone. Welcome to the update on a Tuesday morning. A rather cloudy Tuesday, but at least it's still warm outside. Rain doesn't come in until later today. I'm Brandon Julian. Thank you so much for joining us. We have a lot of news to get to this morning. We are going to begin, of course, with the latest coronavirus developments. And the number of cases here in New York State is just continuing to go up. The governor said today that the states is the states is confirmed coronavirus cases are up by about 25 from yesterday's official official count of 142. But he didn't exactly give an exact figure of the new patients. Cuomo told CNN's his new day on the program that only people in, quote, vulnerable populations, such as the elderly and people with other health conditions, need to avoid air travel or large gatherings. He said, those, quote, those people, yes. General population, no. The mayor's office also confirmed today that there are now 25 confirmed cases of coronavirus here in the city. Meanwhile, up north in Rockland County, the East Ramapo School District canceled classes at at least three schools attended by five students that have been exposed to the coronavirus. Three have tested positive along with an adult man and woman. The majority of the state's coronavirus cases are still linked to a cluster up in Westchester County. Of course, if you have any uh, details or and want more information on the coronavirus, you can call the state hotline at 1-888-364-3065. Where experts from the Department of Health are standing by to answer your questions. We will give you a recap of this developing story, of course, when we recap our top story a little after 12 noon. WKRB News Time is now 11.32. Our top local story this morning continues with the coronavirus cases, and we're talking about the president. President Trump, of course, is pulled from decades of experience as a businessman in his response to the coronavirus as he focuses on the economy and urges people to continue traveling and patronizing U.S. businesses. He's also got a personal financial stake, of course, in how the virus plays out. He owns hotels and resorts that could take a big hit if people get too, get too scared and stay at home. Ethics experts, however, are not sure how much Trump's own personal financial interests are shaping his response. But they say that even the suspicion that they're influencing policy is damaging to people's trust in the government in times of a crisis. We talk about the MTA a lot on this program. We've often said it's the source of cancellations, misconnections, delays, and at times... Just general turmoil. 
Well, of course, the spread of the coronavirus is testing the resolve of millions of people that ride the subways, buses, and trains. They're now grappling with the sneaking worry that the person that coughs or sneezes next to them might be infected. Government and transit officials, though, have stressed that the virus can't be transmitted by casual contact, such as sharing a subway car with someone who's infected. Still, transit officials have accelerated cleaning operations to finish, disinfect hundreds of stations and thousands of buses and train cars. WKRB News Time is now 11.34. On to some of the other news of this Tuesday. And the lawyers for Harvey Weinstein are saying that he deserves only five years in prison. They want a little bit of leniency. Uh, for his rape conviction after already suffering a historic fall from grace and serious health issues. They made the argument in court papers that were filed yesterday in advance of the 67-year-old former mogul's sentencing tomorrow. Of course, he was convicted last month on rape and sexual assault charges. His lawyers had contended at trial that any sexual contact was consensual. Meanwhile, the former CIA software engineer has been accused of stealing a massive trove of the agency's hacking tools and handing it over to WikiLeaks, was convicted only of minor charges after a jury was deadlocked on the more serious espionage charges against him. Joshua Schulte worked, of course, as a coder at the agency's headquarters in Virginia. He was convicted yesterday by a federal jury of contempt of court and making false statements after a four-week trial in Manhattan federal court. The jury, however, was unable to reach a verdict on the more significant charges. The trial offered also an unusual window into a CIA team that designs computer code to spy on foreign adversaries. WKRB News Time is now 11.36. The trainer of the champion horse, Maximum Security, is now among more than two dozen people that have been charged in what authorities described as a widespread international scheme to drug horses to make them race faster. The charges against horse trainers, veterinarians, and others were detailed in four indictments that were unveiled yesterday in Manhattan Federal Court. Among them is trainer Jason Service, whose stable includes the three-year-old champion Maximum Security. He was charged with administering performance-enhancing drugs to that horse and others. You may remember that Maximum Security crossed the finish line first at the 2019 Kentucky Derby before being disqualified for interference and has since won four of his five high-profile cases. Meanwhile, over to Queens we go now, where the NYPD say there that two men in surgical masks stole nearly $260,000 at gunpoint from three racetrack employees out in Queens. Uh, three aqueduct racetrack workers were emptying gaming machines back on Saturday while preparing to close for the night. 
The three workers were forced into a room by two men wearing all black who also took their cell phones before making off with the cash. The New York Times reports that investigators believe that the culprits work for the racetrack and are investigating some workers who called out sick. Police said as of yesterday, uh, no arrests had been made in the case. WKRB News Time is now 1138. Finally, this morning, let's go up north to Utica, where this was a scene literally that was taken out of the Wild West. Police there say an abduction and a subsequent standoff uh, early yesterday morning has now left two people dead and one person injured. Police Chief Mark Williams says Christopher J. Conkling entered a Utica residence and shot Andrew R. Pruitt in the head before abducting Heather J. Mock. Mox's mother, who was also at the residence, called the police. Uh, police said that Conkling brought Mock to another location. Officers worked a perimeter and unsuccessfully tried to communicate with Conkling. Williams says officers entered the building and found Conkling and Mock dead. Pruitt was hospitalized and he is expecting to survive. Officials say that Conkling, Mock, and Pruitt all worked for the Marcy Correctional Facility. WKRB News Time now 11.39. We still have a lot more to cover on the FD this Tuesday morning. It's rather cloudy out there and the showers are supposed to move in after the rush this evening. But at least it's still warm. It's not cloudy and cold, so there's that. Uh, and we have some minor delays in midday planned work on the subways. Your traffic and weather together is coming up next. And then we're going to talk some uh, sports this morning, including how the Mets, should they be concerned about their outfielder, Michael Conforto? He was scheduled to be examined by a doctor after tweaking his side after making a catch in a recent spring training game. We're going to talk about all that in just two minutes from now. This is the update with Brandon Julian on a Tuesday morning on this Super Tuesday Part 2 here on 90.3 WKRB. Keep it tuned in to WKRB. The update returns in a moment. The average time a resume spends on an HR manager's desk is seven seconds, and most of them are tossed aside. Now imagine if one of those resumes belonged to Yasmin, who was living in a shelter, juggling three jobs. I had to be resilient. That's something that you can't teach. Or if that resume was from someone who worked 12 hour shifts at the recycling company with my dad, who's 72. That taught me a work ethic that I carry with me every day. We rely so much on a resume, yet it could never tell the full story of someone. Growing up where I did, a lot of things could have gotten in the way of my goals. But I learned to push through, and that's what I bring to work every day. So maybe it's time we look beyond the resume and look to grads of life. Discover new ways to develop great talent that are so much more than what's on paper at gradsoflife.org. A public service announcement brought to you by Grads of Life and the Ad Council. Everybody buckle up, buckle up, 
goes on in the car but remember you're in control stand firm only move when you hear the click that says they're buckled in never give up until they buckle up learn more at safercar.gov slash kids buckle up a message from the national highway traffic safety administration and the ad council of all the radio stations in new york we just happen to be one of them this is the update with brandon julian on 90.3 wkrb Keeping an eye on the roads, the rails, and the skies. It's time for Traffic and Weather Together. WKRB News, time now 1142. Let's get you started with a check of the local subways this morning. Your southbound M and R trains, they've resumed local stops in Queens after the NYPD removed, excuse me, removed a disruptive passenger from the train at Jackson Heights, Roosevelt Avenue, to allow some additional uh, travel time. We have midday planned work on your 2, 4, 5, and 7 trains, along with the Staten Island Railway until 3 or 3.30 this afternoon. For more in-depth information, you can check your local posters and stations under weekday work. You can visit mta.info or you can download the MyMTA app. We have flooding protection on your end trains through the spring. The last stop is 86th Street. For service to and from Coney Island, you can use a D, F, or Q train. A free transfer is also available between the Avenue XF train station and the 86th Street end train station. It's about a five-minute walk, or you can transfer to the B1 or B4 buses when using your Metro card. For wheelchair-accessible passengers, transfer to the D train at 34th Street, Herald Square, Atlantic Avenue, Barclays Center, or New Utrecht Avenue, 62nd Street. Also, accessibility work continues on your Grand Central Shuttle until 2022. Track 1 is out of service. Tracks 3 and 4 are available. For faster service on 42nd Street, you can use the 7 train, or you can transfer to the M42 bus on the street level. Other than that, all the other subways, they are running on or close to schedule. Alternate site parking is suspended today for Purim, but you do have to feed those meters. They're still in effect, and your garbage and recycling is on schedule. Let us take a first look right now at our exclusive WKRB forecast. You've been outside uh, so far today. Uh, it's been rather cloudy, but at least we've keeping these uh, the mild air from yesterday. We had a great jumping-off platform. Uh, the showers are not supposed to come in until later this afternoon. It's not a washout by any means. Just little spotty showers here and there. If you want to take the umbrella, it's fine. You can probably get away without it today. Uh, for the rest of this afternoon, we're going to have a chance of showers, otherwise mostly cloudy. Highs are around 68. We'll have a southwest wind uh, around 10 to 15, gusting as high as 35 miles per hour. And then tonight we'll have another chance of showers, mainly before midnight. Otherwise, mostly cloudy, turning mostly clear. Lows around 44. 
winds still around 10 to 15, gusting as high as 30 miles per hour. Currently outside right now, it is 59 degrees and cloudy. Our humidity is at 45%. Our winds are west-southwest at 5 miles per hour. 59 degrees, we're going up to 68 this afternoon with those chances for showers. WKRB News Time is now 1146. Now, with the latest scores and highlights, it's time for the sports update. So if you're a New York Med fan, you might be getting a little worried about outfielder Michael Conforto. Uh, he was scheduled to be examined by a doctor uh, here in New York after tweaking his side while making a catch in a recent spring training game. The team said that the slugger had an MRI down in Florida, but left camp and was sent to New York last night to meet with the club's medical director, Dr. David Altchek, for further evaluation. Uh, Conforto was injured late last week, and he was out of a lineup again yesterday when the Mets and the Marlins played to a one-all tie. Let's shift to some uh, football now, as uh, we're learning that the NFL and 2K are announcing a multi-year partnership for video games. It's the first time since 2004 that 2K has produced an NFL game. The contract covers NFL-themed and non-simulation video games, meaning 2K won't be producing a direct competitor to EA's Madden series. 2K officials say that they remain in the early development stages for the titles and the concepts. The first NFL-themed games for 2K will debut in mid-2021. That should be shortly after the debut for the new generation gaming consoles from Sony and Microsoft. And finally this morning, uh, we're talking about the coronavirus still overseas in Madrid because all the upcoming professional soccer games in Spain and Portugal and others in Germany will be played in empty stadiums because of the outbreak. The Spanish League says that matches in the first and second round divisions will be played without fans. The announcement comes, of course, after the league was told by the government that a series of preventive measures was being implemented to help contain the spread of the virus. The move in Spain came a day after Italy said that sports events in the country would be suspended until April 3rd. In terms of today's action, it's a full docket. Uh, Devils are at the Rock in Newark, taking on the Penguins tonight at 7. Knicks are on the road in Washington, taking on the Wizards at the same time. Rangers, they're in Dallas, taking on the Stars tonight at 8.30. And a pair of late games out west. Islanders are up in Vancouver, taking on the Canucks tonight at 10. And the Nets are in Los Angeles to take on the Lakers tonight at 1030. WKRB News Times now 1149. And we come back on the update this morning. It'll be time to talk about our weirder but true stories. We'll tell you how a quirk in uh, delegates in Democratic Party rules is raising the stakes for tonight's primaries. And how a woman was arrested on drug charges after the money she used to post bail had a strong hint, a strong odor of something. We'll tell you about it. And of course, we'll also talk about what happened on this day in history that's coming up in just two minutes from now. 
This is the update with Brandon Julian on a Tuesday afternoon, Tuesday morning, on the Super Tuesday Part 2, uh, here on 90.3 WKRB. News for New Yorkers who never stop moving. You're listening to the update with Brandon Julian on 90.3 WKRB. You wanted to see me? Yes, please, have a seat. So here's the thing. When this company brought you on, we took a chance on you. You didn't have that four-year college degree we typically look for. Right. But we gave you a shot anyway. And since then, you've worked incredibly hard and given it your all. Thanks. You've been an important asset to the team. But I don't think you can be an intern here anymore. (sighs) We want to hire you. You're, You're serious? Absolutely. Find your next great employee. Introduce yourself to the grads of life. Who are they? Talent worth knowing about. Young adults of unique determination and experience. An ideal fit for your company in an entry-level position, internship, or even mentorship. They might not have every qualification you typically look for, but they're exactly who your company needs. I won't let you down. I know. Don't miss out on a resource many innovative companies have already discovered. Go to gradsoflife.org to learn how to find, cultivate, and train this great pool of untapped talent. Brought to you by the Ad Council and gradsoflife.org. The average time a resume spends on an HR manager's desk is seven seconds, and most of them are tossed aside. Now imagine if one of those resumes belonged to Yasmin, who was... Living in a shelter, juggling three jobs. I had to be resilient. That's something that you can't teach. Or if that resume was from someone who... Worked 12-hour shifts at the recycling company with my dad, who's 72. That taught me a work ethic that I carry with me every day. We rely so much on a resume, yet it could never tell the full story of someone... Growing up where I did, a lot of things could have gotten in the way of my goals. But I learned to push through, and that's what I bring to work every day. So maybe it's time we look beyond the resume and look to grads of life. Discover new ways to develop great talent that are so much more than what's on paper at gradsoflife.org. A public service announcement brought to you by Grads of Life and the Ad Council. Paging common sense. Paging common sense. Is there any common sense left in the room? This is the update with Brandon Julian on 90.3 WKRB. Welcome back to the update, Brandon Julian. Tuesday morning here on 90.3 WKRB. Also streaming online on WKRB.org. I really did not notice until now how... Um, how frequently I've been able to crack my, uh, not really my knuckles, like my fingers. I swear, I feel like I've done that like how many times this morning, just uh, in the first couple of hours today. Uh, it's uh, it's rather unusual. I'm hoping it's not some ser- hoping it's not a serious uh, medical condition. <laughs> anyway, anyway, it's rather cloudy out there, but uh, hey, at least our temperatures are still warm. It'd be different if it was, you know cloudy and cold but it's cloudy and warm we have a bit of a wind out there but it's like a warm wind so not really a whole lot to uh complain about um (laughs) of course spring uh is coming up but uh spring is coming up the meteorological i think that's the right word start spring is on friday uh so we're looking forward to it um 
You know, with all the things of coronavirus that we've been talking about for what seems like weeks on end now, uh, many people are wondering, is the CUNY institution, and of course the CUNY network includes Kingsborough and all the other schools, are they going to close because of the coronavirus fears? One could argue that they could do it at an abundance of uh, caution. Uh, most of them could just do online class things on Blackboard. However, uh, it's rather hard to say. Uh, we don't exactly know. They could. Uh, Kingsboro has put on its website a contingency plan on the off chance that uh, will close. So... I think at this point, going forward with how many cases we just don't know yet, and the number of cases keep going up, I think it's not really a matter of if CUNY institutions might close. It just might be a matter of when. We'll just have to stay tuned and keep pressing on it. We'll give you details, of course, in our exclusive, your exclusive, WKRB forecast coming up in the next half hour. Our WKRB news time right now is 11.54. Uh, let's talk about the weight of a true stories we have this Tuesday. We are going to begin down in Washington uh, because there's a very unique quirk in how the delegates are going to be won under Democratic, Part Democratic Party rules. It's raising the stakes for today's primary elections, allowing a candidate to make up ground in the race for president quickly or fall further behind. The 352 delegates that are up for grabs in Michigan, West Washington, Missouri, Mississippi, Idaho, and North Dakota only makes for only the fourth largest delegate night on the primary calendar. But the intricate arithmetic of how delegates are won under Democratic Party rules makes it possible for a candidate to reap a bigger haul of delegates with a smaller margin of victory on this Tuesday than on any other night, even on Super Tuesday. So we'll just have to see who reaps the rewards and who doesn't. Finally this morning, we'll go down to uh, Ashland in Louisiana because a woman there was arrested on drug charges after police determined that the $5,000 cash that she used to post an inmate's bail had... A strong odor of marijuana. The Terrebonne Parish, Parish Sheriff's Office said in a statement that authorities began investigating 33-year-old Stormy Lynn Parfait uh, back on Friday, shortly after she showed up to the Ashland Jail to pay an inmate's bond fee. The statement said that authorities searched her car after catching a whiff of the cash and found nearly $40,000 more inside, along with about 100 clonopin pills. That's actually rather hard to say. The, <laughs> the agency said a search of her house turned up additional cash, drugs, and paraphernalia. Parfait was charged with about a dozen drug offenses. She was trying to get somebody out of jail... And she landed in jail herself. Now that, my friends, is some rather cruel irony. WKRB News 10, now 11.57. Let's talk about what happened on this day in history for this March the 10th. The highlight of his day came in 1985 when Konstantin Yucharnenko, who was the Soviet Union's leader for about 13 months, died at the age of 73. 
He was succeeded by Mikhail Gorbachev. In 1496, Christopher Columbus concluded his second visit to the Western Hemisphere as he left Hispaniola for Spain. In 1848, the U.S. Senate ratified the Treaty of Guadalupe Hidalgo, which ended the Mexican-American War. In 1864, President Abraham Lincoln assigned Ulysses S. Grant, who had just received his commission as lieutenant general, to to the command of the armies of the United States. In 1876, Alexander Graham Bell's assistant, Thomas Watson, Heard Bell say over his experimental telephone, Mr. Watson, come here. I want to see you from the next room of Bell's Boston laboratory. In 1906, about 1,100 miners in northern France were killed by a coal dust explosion. In 1913, former, former slave abolitionist and Underground Railroad conductor Harriet Tubman died in Auburn, New York. She was in her 90s. In 1933, a magnitude 6.4 earthquake centered off Long Beach, California, which resulted in 120 deaths. In 1969, James Earl Ray pleaded guilty in Memphis, Tennessee, on his 41st birthday, to assassinating civil rights leader Martin Luther King Jr. Ray later redacted that plea, maintaining his innocence until his death. In 1980, Scarsdale diet author Dr. Herman Tarnower was shot to death at his home in Purchase, New York. Uh, Tarnower's former lover, Jean Harris, was convicted of his murder. She served nearly 12 years in prison before being released in January of 1993. In 1988, prior to the 50th anniversary of the Angelucius, Austrian President Kurt Waldheim apologized on his country's behalf for atrocities committed by Austrian Nazis. In 2000, Pope John Paul II approved sainthood for Catherine Drexel, a Philadelphia socialite who had taken a vow of poverty and devoted her fortune to helping poor blacks and American Indians. Uh, Drexel, who died in 1955, was canonized in October of 2000. And in 2004, teenage sniper Lee Boyd Malvo was sentenced in Chesapeake, Virginia, to life in prison for his role in the October 2002 killing rampage in in the Washington, D.C. area that left 10 people dead. Malvo, age 19, was sentenced a day after sniper mastermind John Allen Muhammad was given the death penalty. WKRB News time now, 12 noon. Uh, We still have a lot more to cover on the update in this next half hour. We'll give you a recap of our developing story. The governor says the state's confirmed coronavirus cases are up by about 25 from yesterday's official count of 1 to 42. We'll give you any new details. We'll also give you another check of your traffic and weather together. We'll go to Wall Street. We'll talk some business news that's happening there. Later on, we will talk national news, including how Michigan could be make or break for Bernie Sanders. It boosted his presidential bid four years ago. but Now the state could either revive his campaign or relegate him to the role of protest candidate. And at the end of the broadcast this afternoon, it was a magical mistake, almost Jesus-like. A mistake in Italy briefly turned water into wine. It's all coming up in this next half hour when we return in just 90 seconds. 
We pause 10 seconds right now, however, for our station to identify itself. This is the update with Brandon Julian on a Tuesday afternoon here on 90.3 WKRB. Keep it tuned in to WKRB. The update returns in a moment. WKRB, Kingsboro Community College, Brooklyn, New York. Here's what's new on WKRB. Don't waste my time, Usher featuring Element. Fairy, Janae Aiko. The Other Side, Scissor and Justin Timberlake. It's new music. One station, all the hits. 90.3 WKRB. The new sound of college radio. Something everybody can listen to. Oh, yeah. This is 90.3 WKRB. Kingsboro Community College, Brooklyn, New York. I'm probably okay to have one more drink before I drive home. I'm probably okay. I open the window to stay alert. Probably okay. I just popped some gum in my mouth. Step out of the car, please. I probably made a mistake. Probably okay isn't okay when it comes to drinking and driving. If you see a warning sign, stop and call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzzed driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. You're listening to Brooklyn's best rhythmic station, 90.3 WKRB with Brandon Julian. Now, the update continues on 90.3 WKRB. It's everything that you need to know because anything can happen in New York. And good afternoon, everyone. Welcome back to the update on a Tuesday afternoon. I'm Brandon Julian. Thank you so much for staying with us. Let's get you a recap of our top story this afternoon. It's the latest coronavirus developments. The governor, Governor Cuomo, said today that the state's confirmed coronavirus cases are now up by about 25 from yesterday's official count of 142. But he didn't give an exact figure of new patients. Uh, He said on CNN's New Day program that only people in vulnerable populations, in quotes, such as the elderly and people with other health problems need to avoid air travel in large gatherings. He actually said, quote, those people, speaking about the health problems and uh, the elderly, yes. General population, no. The mayor's office also confirmed today that there are now 25 confirmed cases of coronavirus here in the city. Meanwhile, up north in Rockland County, the East Ramapo School District has canceled classes at three schools that were attended by five students that were exposed to the coronavirus. Three have tested positive along with an adult man and woman. The majority of the state's coronavirus cases, uh, of course, are linked to a cluster in Westchester County. Of course, if you have any questions about the coronavirus, you can call the state hotline at 1-888-364-3065, where experts from the Department of Health are standing by 
to answer any questions that you may have. As our top story on the update this Tuesday, let's get you around the city as we're in the early stage of the lunch rush. WKRB News Time is now 12.05. Keeping an eye on the roads, the rails, and the skies, it's time for traffic and weather together. Let's get you started again with a check of the local subways. We have midday planned work on your two, four, five, and seven trains, along with the Staten Island Railway until 3 or 3.30 this afternoon. For more in-depth information, you can check your local posters and stations under weekday work. You can visit mta.info, or you can download the My MTA app. We have flooding protection work on the N train through this spring. The last stop is 86th Street. For service to and from Coney Island, you can use a D, F, or Q train. A free transfer is also available between the Avenue X F train station and the 86th Street N train station. It's about a five-minute walk, or you can transfer to the B1 or B4 buses when using your Metro car. For wheelchair-accessible passengers, transfer to the D train at 34th Street, Herald Square, or New Utrecht Avenue, 62nd Street. Also, accessibility work uh, continues on your Grand Central Shuttle through 2022. Uh, Track 1 is out of service. Tracks 3 and 4 are available. For faster service on 42nd Street, you can use the 7 train, or you can transfer to the M42 bus on the street level. Other than that, all the other subways, they are running on or close to schedule, so we'll give you a tiny brief check if you just so happen to be driving out there. In Brooklyn, the Gowanus Expressway westbound is road construction, closing the right lane between exit 26 and Hamilton Avenue and Court Street. You have delays backing you up to Metropolitan Avenue over at exit 32B. And as we head toward Upper Manhattan near the Bronx, Route 9A going southbound, as road construction closing the left lane between exit 17 and Dykeman Street, and the, and the ramps to the Cross Bronx Expressway and the George Washington Bridge at exits 14 and 15. Alternate side parking is suspended today for Purim, but you do have to feed those meters. They're still in effect, and your garbage and recycling is still on schedule. Let us take another look right now at our exclusive WKRB forecast. I mean, really, it's warm and cloudy today. I mean, it's not really much to write home about. You could probably get away without the umbrella. It's not going to be a washout, per se. It's going to be spotty showers during the course of the uh, evening. And that'll actually bring in some cooler air that'll cool our temperatures down a little bit for the next couple of days. Uh, but at least the uh, the sunshine uh, will come back. And as we take a peek in the next week, we have a couple more shower chances, uh, a couple more shower chances possible. Uh, But temperatures actually might be near normal, around 50 degrees. For the rest of today, we're going to have a chance of showers, otherwise mostly cloudy, highs around 68. We'll have a southwest wind 10 to 15, gusting as high as 35 miles per hour. Tonight, we'll have a chance of showers mainly before midnight, uh, otherwise mostly cloudy, gradually turning mostly clear, lows around 44. We'll still have a wind around 10 to 15, gusting as high as 30 miles per hour. Tomorrow for your Wednesday, we'll have mostly sunny skies, highs around 56. Tonight, uh, Wednesday night, I should say, we'll have mostly cloudy skies, lows around 42. And then on Thursday, we'll have mostly sunny skies, highs around 54. 
Currently outside right now, it is 59 degrees and mostly cloudy. Our humidity is at 45%. Our winds are out of the west-southwest at 5 miles per hour. Uh, 59 degrees. We're going up to 68 this afternoon with those chances for showers. But otherwise, we'll just have mostly cloudy skies. WKRB News Time now, 1209. Let us talk some business news on this Tuesday. Stocks, treasury yields, and oil were clawing back some of the plunge they took the day before when the S&P 500 had its worst drop in more than a decade. Investors are now welcoming the turnaround, but they're not expecting this to be the end of the markets' huge swings. They want to see the number of infections from the new coronavirus slow down, and they also want a big coordinated response from governments and central banks around the world. President Trump says that he'll ask Congress for tax relief and other quick measures. Early in the trading session, there, the stocks were as much, and the Dow Jones as much as 800 points, but it slowly lost most of it. Take a look at the numbers right now. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is currently up 173 points to 24,024. The S&P 500 is up 29 points, and the NASDAQ is up 112 points. And overseas in Rome, uh, Italians there are facing, uh, uh, facing, I should say, travel restrictions inside and outside the country. As countries near and far are isolating Italy with flight bans. Sweeping new measures also went into effect nationwide today in a bid to slow the coronavirus's silent spread in Italy. Police at Rome's main train station checked commuters' paperwork to make sure they had legitimate reasons to leave home. Uh, Carboneri teams uh, made sure cafe owners were keeping customers one meter apart. But Malta and Spain announced a ban on flights from Italy. Austria's barred travelers from crossing the border without a medical certificate. And even the Vatican has erected a new barricade at St. Peter's Square. Britain, Ireland, Hong Kong, and Germany have also raised travel advisories for Italy. WKRB News Time Now, 1212. When we come back on the update this afternoon, it'll be time to talk national news, including how Michigan this year could be a make or break for Bernie Sanders to keep his campaign alive. But we will lead off next with passengers stuck on board that cruise ship. We'll lead off with that in just one minute. This is the update with Brandon Julian on a Tuesday afternoon, Super Tuesday Part 2 tonight, here on 90.3 WKRB. News for New Yorkers who never stop moving. You're listening to the update with Brandon Julian on 90.3 WKRB. Today we decided to walk to school. At the corner, we waited to cross the street. The stoplight counted down. 15, 14, 31, I mean 13. We took a left on Carroll Garden Street. Loud music was coming from a car. Danny's a smart kid, but he gets so distracted. There were so many other sounds, I didn't know what to focus on. Danny, earth to Danny. Suddenly, he realized he forgot his homework again. I left my homework on the table. At the, the school, school steps, steps, we, we hugged goodbye. goodbye. 
I really hope he doesn't have another bad day at school today. When you can see learning and attention issues from their side, you can be on their side. That's why there's understood.org, a free online resource for the parents of the one in five kids with learning and attention issues. Get personalized recommendations, practical tips, daily access to experts, and more. Go from misunderstanding to understood.org. Brought to you by Understood and the Ad Council. Listen to us on Mixcloud to learn more about the stories that matter to you. And did you miss out on any episode of The Update? Listen to us anytime at Mixcloud.com slash the WKRB Update. Welcome back to The Update. Brandon Julian here on 90.3 WKRB. We are also streaming online on WKRB.org. Our WKRB news time is now 1214. It is time to talk some national news on this Tuesday. And we are going to begin out west in Oakland, California. Because thousands of passengers aboard a cruise ship there that has been struck by the coronavirus are now anxiously awaiting their turn to leave the vessel, even if it means being shipped to military bases for weeks of quarantine. After days of being forced to idle off the northern California coast, the Grand Princess docked yesterday in Oakland with some 3,500 passengers and crew on board. Several hundred were released from the ship, including some requiring hospital care and a group of Canadians who were flying home. But some Californians were bused to nearby Travis Air Force Base. But about some 2,000 people are still waiting on their chance to disembark. In other news today in Washington, the Defense Secretary Mark Esper has now postponed a trip to India and Pakistan and also Uzbekistan that was to begin next Monday, citing the coronavirus crisis. Pentagon, Pentagon Press Secretary Alyssa Farah said today that Esper will remain in the U.S. to help manage the Pentagon response. Meanwhile, the Securities and Exchange Commission is now encouraging its workers in Washington, D.C. headquarters uh, to work from home after an employee there had respiratory symptoms and was referred for virus testing. Uh, Trump administration officials are meeting today with lawmakers on Capitol Hill to discuss payroll tax relief to calm the financial markets' fears over the impact of the coronavirus epidemic. WKRB News Time is now at 1216. In Detroit, it's part of Super Tuesday Part 2. And it could be a make or break for Bernie Sanders in terms of his presidential campaign. Michigan boosted his bid four years ago. But now the state could either revive his campaign or relegate him to the role of protest candidate. Michigan and five other states are holding their presidential contest today at a critical point in the Democratic race. Former Vice President Joe Biden is looking to cement his frontrunner status after winning the most delegates during Super Tuesday last week. Sanders, though, is in an urgent fight to turn things around as the primary calendar is quickly shifting to other states in the coming weeks that could favor Biden and narrow his path. To the nomination. Going back to Washington, 
talking coronavirus, the two top Democratic leaders in Congress are now calling on President Trump to support a series of steps to help Americans deal with the outbreak, from paid sick leave to widespread and free testing, among other moves. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer said on Sunday that Trump, excuse me, that Trump should put the health and safety of the public first. Uh, they said such steps could should take priority over moves to help companies deal with financial losses, like tax cuts for corporations. Among the steps that they're pushing, paid sick leave for workers impacted by the quarantine orders and enhance unemployment insurance for workers. WKRB News Time is now 12.18. And finally, this afternoon, over in Providence in Rhode Island, we all know that schools across the U.S. are preparing to move classes online if the coronavirus forces their buildings to shut down. But it's also leading to concerns about students who don't have access to the Internet at home. Some schools have already instituted virtual days during closing during closures caused by the virus. Others are canceling classes entirely and treating it like a snow day. Districts around the country are making plans to shift online if the virus arrives, with some providing tablets and Wi-Fi hotspots to students. But others plan to make up any canceled days at the end of the year. We will talk about the celebrity birthdays for today when the update with Brandon Julian returns in just two minutes. Well, Jason, I've got to tell you, you're pretty much everything this company is looking for in an entry-level candidate. Great. Your resume isn't quite what we're used to, but you've got a fantastic work ethic. Thank you. And I'm impressed by how you carry yourself. So, should we talk about the job? Uh, what? The job? Oh, sorry. Yeah, I have no way of recruiting or even meeting you. This interview didn't happen. It may sound ridiculous, and that's because it kind of is. There's a huge pool of talent your company is missing out on. Meet the grads of life. Who are they? Talent worth knowing about. Young adults of unique determination and experience. An ideal fit for your company in an entry-level position, internship, or even mentorship. They might not have every qualification you typically look for, but they're exactly who your company needs. Man, we really could have used him. Don't miss out on a resource many innovative companies have already discovered. Go to gradsoflife.org to learn how to find, cultivate, and train this great pool of untapped talent. Brought to you by the Ad Council and gradsoflife.org. Hey, everyone. You know, let's all stop what we're doing right now and take a moment. That felt good, huh? Just like that, we had a nice, special sort of moment. Together. Of course, they don't all need to be quiet moments to be special. They could be loud moments, goofy moments, sporty moments, dorky moments. Moments where we talk or walk or just hang out. It doesn't really matter. They all count. Because every time dads like us take a moment like that to spend with our kids, well, it's pretty momentous. <laughs> Sounds like somebody agrees. So let's take a moment to make a moment today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. From New York City, it's after 10 a.m. Do you know who your boyfriend is? This is the update with Brandon Julian on 90.3 WKRB. 
This is the update, and it is time to talk about our celebrity birthdays. Talk show host Ralph Emery is 87 years old. Bluegrass and country singer and musician Norman Blake is 82. Actor Chuck Norris is 80. So is playwright David Robbie, and so is singer Dean Torrance from Jan and Dean. Actress Catherine Houghton from Guess Who's Coming to Dinner is 78. Actor Richard Gant is 76. Rock musician Tom Schultz from Boston is 73. And so is former Canadian Prime Minister Kim Campbell. TV personality and businesswoman Barbara Cochran from Shark Tank is 71. Actress Alma Wright is 70. Blues musician Ronnie Earl from Ronnie Earl and the Broadcasters is 67. And so was producer, director, and writer Paul Haggis. Alternative country and rock musician Gary Loris is 65. Actress Shannon Tweed is 63. Pop and jazz singer Jeannie Bryson is 62. And so is actress Sharon Stone. Rock musician Gail Greenwood is 60. And so is magician Lance Burton. Movie producer Scott Gardenhauer is 59. Actress Jasmine Guy is 58. Rock musician Jeff Ament from Pearl Jam is 57, and so is music producer Rick Rubin. Britain's is Prince Edward is 56. Rock singer Eddie Brickle is 54, and so is actor Stephen Mailer. Actor Philip Anthony Rodriguez is 52. Actress Paquette Brewster is 51. Actor John Hamm is 49. Rapper and producer Timbaland is 48. Actor Kristen De La Fuente is 46. Rock musician Jerry Horton from Papa Roach is 45. Actor Jeff Branson is 43. So is singer Robin Thicke. So is actress Bree Turner. And so is Olympic gold medal gymnast Shannon Miller. Contemporary Christian singer Michael Barnes from Red is 41. So is actor Edie Gafigi. Rock musician Matt Osti from MGMT is 40. Actor Thomas Middleditch is 38. Country singer Carrie Underwood is 37. Actress Olivia Wilde is 36. Rhythm and blues singer Emily Sande is 33. Country singer Rachel Raynard is 31. Country singer Jared Hampton from Lanco is 29, and actress Emily Osmond is 28. Those are the celebrity birthdays for this March the 10th. There was a mistake that happened in Italy, almost Jesus-like when you truly think about it. A mistake in Italy briefly turned water into wine. We have some honorable mentions to tell you about when the update with Brady Julian returns in just 60 seconds. Rich is just a really, really, really good guy. The term good egg isn't enough to describe him. He's also certified organic and free range. Rich puts the cap back on everything. The toothpaste, the olive oil, the shampoo, everything. He lets his 10-year-old nephew beat him at virtual tennis, even though he can straight-up slay his 10-year-old nephew in virtual tennis. When the toilet paper is running low, Rich replaces the roll on the actual holder, not just on the back of the toilet. Rich is texting and driving. Rich, no. What are you doing, Rich? 
I was just telling everyone how great you are. Texting and driving makes good people look bad. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Did you miss a live edition of The Update? Be sure to check out The Update podcast. Get local national news, sports, an honorable mention, and more in 15 minutes or less. Search for The Update with Brandon Julian on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Also, check out the extra update after each show on Facebook Live and IGTV for a headline check and another look at the exclusive WKRB forecast. Welcome back to the update, Brandon Julia, everyone. 90.3 WKRB, also streaming online at WKRB.org. Our WKRB News Time now 1226. Just enough time left this afternoon for your honorable mention. Overseas in Castelvetro in Italy, a mistake there briefly turned water into wine. It's kind of what, kind of like what Jesus did in the Bible, except not really. Nearly 300 gallons of Lambrusco came flowing out of the faucets in the town of Castel, Castelvetro in northern Italy. The problem came from a local winery. You see, the workers planned to bottle a new batch of wine, but somehow their product leaked into the pipes. Uh, People in the community actually thought the mistake was somehow connected to the coronavirus, which is now spread to the area. The problem, though, was fixed in three hours. I'm hoping somebody managed to bottle some of that wine in their own home. And would they actually get charged for that? I don't know. WKRV News Times now 1227. Keeping an eye on the roads, the rails, and the skies, it's time for traffic and weather together. Final check of our rail conditions if you're heading out to the subways uh, right now. We have some uh, delays on your 2 and 5 trains going northbound. They're holding in stations while they request NYPD assistance for some disruptive cat from some disruptive passengers there we go at third avenue 149th street so we'll have some additional travel time we also have midday planned work on your two four five and seven trains along with the staten island railway until 3 or three thirty this afternoon for more in-depth information you can check your local posters in stations under weekday work you can visit mta.info or you can download the my mta app we have uh, flooding protection work on the N train through the spring, last stop 86th Street. Service to and from Coney Island use a D, F, or Q train. And accessibility work continues on your Grand Central Shuttle through 2022. Track 1 is out of service. Tracks 3 and 4 are available. Use the 7 train or the M42 bus on the street level for faster service across 42nd Street. Other than that, all the other subways they are running on a close schedule. Alternate side parking is suspended today for Purim, but you do have to feed the meters. They're still in effect, and garbage and recycling is on schedule. Final look at our forecast today. We're going to have a chance of showers, uh, otherwise mostly cloudy, highs around 68. Tonight we'll have a chance of showers, mainly before midnight, otherwise mostly cloudy, gradually becoming mostly clear, lows around 44. Tomorrow or for your Wednesday will have mostly sunny skies, highs around 56. And then on Thursday, we'll also have mostly sunny skies, highs around 54. 
Currently outside right now, it is 63 degrees and cloudy. Our humidity is at 41%. Our winds are southwest at 6 miles per hour. 63 degrees. We're going up to 68 this afternoon with those chances for showers. Our thought for today is from Lao Tzu, a Chinese philosopher. Excuse me. Our thought for today is he who knows does not speak. He who speaks does not know. I'm going to let you guys ponder on that as we say in the words of Walter Cronkite. That is the way it is. Tuesday, March the 10th, 2020. That is the update on this Tuesday. I'm Brandon Julian. We appreciate you joining us, hoping that your news is good news. Excuse me. I really need to get some more water in my throat. Uh, The KRB, the K-pop stop. If Fran comes your way this afternoon at 4. For all of us here at WKRB, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Just carry around the umbrella for those pop-up showers. You never know. You never know when they'll pop up. And, uh, honey, just speak. Hope you're doing well. I'll be home in a couple of hours. (laughs) Have a great rest of your day, everyone. See you back here tomorrow.